What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. And on today's episode, we'll be talking about the Bulls coming out of their West Coast trip, 3-2, and two, how the team has looked, what do they need to improve on, all that plus more right after this. Okay, so the Bulls have come out of their West Coast trip with a record of three and two. Could have easily been three. Uh, I'm sorry, four and one. Really, the only game that we were completely blown out of or not in towards the end there was the game against the um, Golden State Warriors. And so, you know, I also uh, so I streamlined at streamlived after the game, which I'm going to be trying to do more at. Make sure you check that out. I'm not sure if like how that works with live streaming. If you guys get any different notifications or anything with that, but we had a lot of people, over 100 people watching live. Uh, we had a great conversation, so make sure you tune in because I'm going to be doing more of those, especially now that the Bulls will be back playing at home, playing in the East, and we have some more reasonable times with the game. So uh, be on the lookout for more of that. But what I wanted to talk to you guys about um, on this episode was the Bulls and what where we stand now coming out um, of just the season so far, this West Coast trip. Uh, you know, we lost Vooch right before we started this trip and immediately, you know, it, it changed some of our expectations. I know that I, for one, thought like the Bulls would be really good to come out of this just, you know, going either two or three or three and two. And the way that they played, um, even though there were a couple of frustrating losses in there, um, has really given us a lot to really look at and, and, and evaluate with this Bulls team. A, the scrappiness is always going to be there. The Bulls' ability to just play at a high level is there. It's clear. Um, anyone who continues to doubt us, you know, coming into the season, we had those doubters on defense, and our defense has been excellent. Like, we rank in the top 10 in this league. What we're st- Are we still number five defensively in the league? And that was something that really people weren't expecting us to do. We had That was where most of our doubters pointed to. Uh, the other thing, DeMar DeRozan's fit. Fit concerns are completely gone. What DeMar brings to this Bulls team is elite. Um, it's great. He he's a great uh, partner and scoring companion next to next to Zach Levine. Um, and just in what he does, um, the Bulls are plus plus seventeen point nine points per game. We outscore our opponent when Demar Derozan is out on the court. That's that's an, that's elite. And and you know the fact that like of how Demar also gets his points when he's even when his shot isn't falling. The fact that he pushes it he puts his head down and he gets to the line he's going to make his free throws more times than not and he he finds a way to to benefit this team also one thing that is as well coming out of just this trip and the 15 games so far this season um 16 games so far this season is that the chicago bulls their chemistry um is probably when you look at like teams that pretty much came back this season with the same team that they had last year and some of them are off the slow starts the fact that the bulls with a uh, completely revamped roster, has played con- as consistently as what they have, and we still have room to continue to develop and to continue to build that uh, that chemistry. It really makes us a dangerous team. And I've said before, I said on the live stream as well last night, is that I, the thing that I'm going to be interested in seeing is that how when mo- teams get more tape on the Bulls and how they adjust to how they're defending the Bulls or try to figure out what the Bulls plan to do on offense, how we adjust uh, to that is going to be key. But Billy Donovan has shown, you know, he's he's some things are questionable with Billy, Billy Donovan's coaching, but overall he just continues to show that he knows how to use the players that are on this roster to fit in what they need to do to win. Our free agent additions this season, great. Every, all of them, every, almost every free agent addition that we made 
a trade that we made has shown up and had an impact in some shape, form, or fashion. Tony Bradley, here or there sometimes. Uh, Derrick Jones Jr., especially in this last game against the Denver Nuggets, that pick and roll with him, the fact that he's been playing out of position at center since Vooch has been out sometimes, it, it, it just goes to show. Alex Caruso, what can you not Alex Caruso defensively is, is transformative, as well as Lonzo Ball. Um, and one thing that I pointed out on the live stream last night that a lot of people uh, who were viewing it didn't, you know, people automatically go to like the stat line, steals, assists, blocks, um, rebounds, and, and points. But what Lonzo does out there that doesn't show is the way that he communicates. Pay attention to when Lonzo, the next time you watch a Bulls game, how Lonzo talks to his teammates when he sees what the other team on offense is doing um, and how the Bulls play defense and how that helps improve everybody's um, awareness defensively. Pay attention to that. I'm telling you, pay attention to that. It, it, it'll blow your mind because once I started seeing it, it was like, wow, that's why. That is part of the reason, right? A lot of that has to do with Lonzo Ball just being a coach out there on the floor. Um, and the Bulls uh, coming out of this, like, again, national me media attention and not be damned. The Bulls ceiling has to absolutely have risen. And one thing that we talked about last night on the live stream was the Bulls' chances at an Eastern Conference Finals. And I know I talked about that, so I'm not going to belabor that point too much because I have a whole video on that. But it, it, it starts bringing around some conversation. Um, some of the things that that negatively that we've seen with the Chicago Bulls over this is the Bulls continue to blow leads. Now, a lot of times they're able to battle back. Um, sometimes they don't lose the lead completely, but they let teams get close enough to where it's scary. Those things have to improve. I think that those things kind of will improve as well once we get Vooch back and hopefully the Bulls start playing um, less ISO in the half court when the game slows down and they start running more sets. Um, I think if that happens, we can see a lot of that go away. Um, so, you know, that, that, that I just have to be honest in the way that I critique that and talk about that is that it is it is concerning sometimes the ISO ball. It is concerning sometimes how the Bulls, have, they really do blow leads. Now, they've been able to come back from being down a lot as well so that hopefully you, you would find hope that the team finds a balance with that over the course of the season. But it's it's a takeaway. It's something that 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 I've noticed as well. Um, the Bulls' lack of offensive rebounding specifically is can can especially because again I view and I like to talk about the team in the sense of what it's going to be like in a playoff series could come back and b completely bite the Bulls in their ass if the Bulls just don't figure out a way or somebody to get or bring in on that offensive end, um, offensive rebounding in specifically. And I know a lot of the conversation has become now about the Bulls and what star they can get at the four. I don't think that that's what's necessarily needed. It's just they need somebody who really brings a lot of the positives of that the Bulls are lacking right now in that starting lineup with offensive rebounding, shot blocking, things like that um, as well. Um, Kobe White, again, I know a lot of people are judging Kobe White. People who were calling for Kobe White to be traded are just having a field day with Kobe start so far, but it's going to be a month before Kobe's back to what he can possibly be. The guy wasn't able to play basketball at all for five months. I think if you expected him to come out and you to be able to make an honest judgment over what he can and can't do based off this handful of games and handful of minutes, still on a minutes restriction as well, um, then, then I, I think that that's crazy. But, you know, he hasn't really, he's only hit, what, two shots since he's been back, something like that. So you, you would hope to see that continue to improve. He's getting minutes. Billy Donovan's keeping him out there. He's getting about... 11 to 12 minutes a game. So, you know, you hope that he works himself out of it and back into this is really his offseason. This is Kobe White's preseason coming off an of injury. And, you know, he's he's working it back. He's working it back. Um, another takeaway, Io, Io DeSumo. Come on now. Io DeSumo, and I talked about this a little bit as well. Um, it's 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 going to be difficult if he keeps playing and improving like this for the Bulls to keep him. It's gonna be very expensive. We talked about this a little bit before as well. 
those same uh, protections that you have with first round picks to retain them just don't don't doesn't exist with second round picks. So if Io keeps playing out of his mind like this and showing like he's going to be a player in this league, don't be surprised if he ends up not being. A, and I know this is again this is long term. It, it, things can completely change by then, but maybe get really really expensive for the Bulls to keep him long term. But by God, is it not great to see a player like he makes mistakes, right? But th- that fearlessness. You, because the way that it works, the way that you hope that it works is that at some point, those mistakes that he does make, the ones that he does are going to become lesson and lesson the more experience he gets out there. And then the positives that he gives us are already so great. Io is a complete player and he really is shaping up and projecting to be a steal at the pick that the Bulls got him for. Got him for. Um, Vooch missing for these five games. Like I said before, and I talked about this before, and you know, I know there are some people in the comments who di- who disagreed with me, and that's fine. But Vooch being out there absolutely changes the way that teams defend the Chicago Bulls. Just his ability, the fear of him scoring completely changes the way that some teams can pack it in against the against this team. And you saw that, as well as his passing, all of that. You've seen it. So the Bulls, we're gonna need him. We're gonna need him to to get it together for one. So absolutely with that. But um, what he does and how much easier he makes the offense out there for some people are, are going to be key. Um, but let's talk about some of the players who aren't playing or not get, getting as much opportunity, um, as well as I want to talk about that to kind of end the game. So Troy Brown Jr., who started off the season getting minutes, has all but completely fall, fallen out of the rotation. Alizé Johnson kind of comes in and out out there as well. We haven't really seen Matt Thomas um, which you didn't really expect. He was always kind of the last guy on the Bulls roster. Um, and so with that being said, you know, Troy Brown Jr.'s contract is next out this year, six or seven million. Next year it's about the same. Um, and then like Alize, Al, so let's let's focus. Let me focus. Troy Brown Jr. first. Like I said, with him being completely out of the rotation, if Kobe does get it together with scoring wise, we're really not going to see much of any of Troy Brown Jr. What the Bulls do with him is going to be interesting. He's still a very young player. He's still a player that could possibly very well turn it around it's still a young season but you know with uh troy brown jr having a partially guaranteed contract next season you would think that you could include him in a deal if a team just wants to dump a contract maybe get a pick or whatever it ends up being you should you could see him included in that but even outside of that all that aside it doesn't seem i right now don't see troy brown jr coming back to this team whether the bulls just don't um don't guarantee his, his deal next year or whatever else it, it may end up being because he's just completely falling out of the, and in the minutes that he gotten he didn't play very well at all alizé johnson on the other hand is a little bit more confusing alizé brings energy when he's out there he's, he's 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 playing hard right he doesn't always make smart decisions or whatever else he really hasn't been a scoring factor but his energy has been out there um every time he, get, he does get minutes to play and that raises a question. Why hasn't he really cracked the ro- rotation in a meaningful and consistent way? And I speculated before that it may be something to do with he's just not getting the schemes. He's out of position um, or some things that we as 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 viewers may not notice um, happening that that he's just not doing. It has to be something you would think, because especially in this time where Vooch has been out, we've been playing even more undersized. We got freaking Derrick Jones Jr. playing the five that for Alizé really still not to get very many minutes. It raises some questions there, right? And, you know, it, it remains to be seen. Like I said, this is still a young season. A lot of things could turn around as well. But that's really all the things that I wanted to talk about is coming out this road trip. We have New York coming home into Chicago. Um, Vooch may not be back this game yet. I did say before when Vooch originally went out that 10 plus days, uh, Sunday would have been the 10th day. Right now, we don't have much report on Vooch is playing or isn't. Um, so I, I'm just going to go with he's probably not going to be playing. And that's going to make it really interesting to see how the Bulls counteract New York and considering how that game went last time with them. Um, I hope the Bulls get this win. Absolutely. I hope they play 
tough and that they uh, play with the chip on the shoulder against New York. But all that remains to be seen. But let me know what your take takes on the Bulls are so far this season. What have been some things that have been better than you were expecting? What are some things that have been worse than you were expecting? And then the end of the bench rotation. What do you see long term for guys like Troy Brown Jr., uh, Alizé Johnson, even Matt Thomas? There's players who haven't really cracked the rotation, like I said, in a consistent way. What do you see for them um, heading into this Bulls season? Let me know everything down below. I, I, I don't do enough talking about Lonzo. Lonzo Ball's been fucking amazing. Like, let's just say. Like, Javante Green has been a, been uh, great for us as well. But all that aside, let me know what you guys think down below. Like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Like I liked it in every video on. Go Bulls. I love you guys. Peace. This has been a presentation of The Break, Break Media. Media.